Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. You are listening to Steel Talking. I'm your host, Gerilyn Steele. It is what I love to do is sit here with you on a Sunday night. And I tell you, there's so much going on and so much to talk about. My goodness. You just kind of start thinking to yourself, okay. What do we talk about this Sunday? Because it's so much to talk about. And Jonathan Law, our in-studio producer, he's one of the producers, and I'm so glad he's part of the team. Three producers, by the way, uh, Chris Tubbs, Craig Schopfer, and Jonathan Law, and I'm just thrilled to have them. Hey, Jonathan. Good evening. Good evening, man. Timberwolves played yesterday. That was pretty exciting and won, right? They did. They beat Milwaukee, which was a big deal, the defending champs, uh, they didn't have the big star, Giannis Antetokounmpo, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, when stars <laughs> are missing, that just gives you more mm-hmm. of an option, uh, opportunity to win those games. And so this was a game the Wolves, uh, they're going into a tough stretch. This is the start of a tough stretch of games, a tough stretch of opponents. So getting this one under their belt is a good sign, and it gets them – Within going into today, it got them within a half a game of Denver for the sixth position, the sixth seed in the West. And that's very important now because if you get the first six seeds, one through six, you avoid the the play-in tournament. So you avoid that single elimination tournament where you could be in the playoffs or fall out of the playoffs right away. So if they can get to that sixth seed, that would be ideal. There you go. And, of course, everyone, Jonathan always tells me this every year when I ask about certain games, as well as, <laughs> you know, March Madness, all of that. He's always you know, cluing me in, you know, giving me an, an update on what it's like this year because <laughs> he knows me very well um, that, that, yeah, I'm the girl that doesn't watch all the time. By the way, the Timberwolves are playing at Dallas on tomorrow. So you just got to listen right here to WCCO to get all the good the good news. I hope they'll win again. Of course, Timberwolves, Timberwolves have just shocked so many people and are doing great. Jonathan, do you see it that way? Are you shocked? This this was a surprise. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> the la- other than 2018, the the 18 uh 17 18 season when Jimmy Butler came through town, the Timberwolves really have been, at best, a mediocre team. They haven't had a playoff run except for that season. So for them to be this good and this exciting, it's really it's really been a, a shock this year. They, they might be the biggest surprise 
in the entire NBA. It's either going to be them or, or the Memphis Grizzlies. The, the, those are the two biggest stunners in the NBA this season. Oh, man, that's, that's a whole lot. That is a lot. Okay, so as we move forward tonight, we have a lot to talk about. And, of course, any of the games that are happening, I don't blame you guys that have been watching the March Madness. And I know that's college, Jonathan. Whoop, whoop, I do remember that. Yes, um, and by but- the way, I will have split uh, split attention here for a little while. I have both uh, the TV screens in front of me on, and they're both on what I like to call alma mater. Uh, the men's team from my alma mater is playing on the left screen. The women's team from my alma mater is playing on the right screen. Okay, so do you need to get somebody in to run the show? I I, I have them on speed dial. <laughs> Jonathan, I need you on. So, you know, you're part of the family. I'll be on here. Sunday I got night. the headphones on. I'm, I'm listening. But uh, the men's game is in the second half. They're, pl- they're actually playing Wisconsin. So they're playing you know, Goldie Gophers' bitter rival, and the women are playing uh, Georgia. But it's uh, I have my attention on the screens for a little bit here. For a little bit. Okay, we've got a lot to talk about tonight. At 720, we're actually going to open up the phone lines because I want to ask you, when it comes to unemployment insurance, uh, there's an article in Men Post, and many of you have probably you know, been staying on top of this with the legislature, and it's really quite a remarkable article for me. Um, I just want to ask you this one question. When it comes to unemployment insurance, what questions would you ask our legislators? Why are they taking their time? Some are walking away. Um, you know, it's, it's a difficult moment to deal with. Um, and to know that the governor has been doing all that he believes he can do, and it's just a mess. So if you've been on top of this unemployment insurance and what the governor is suggesting, what the legislature is suggesting, it's a mess. We are as divided as we usually are. I, I think in the last three years, we, we, it feels to me like we've been really divided. So if you'd like to join the conversation, you have a question that you'd like to ask the legislators, give us a call at 651 461 Again, that is 651 Nine two two six. All right, we're going to take a break right here, do some um, some spots, and we'll be back in a moment. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as thirty minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have forty-seven new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Well, it is nice. Now, 719, and I am excited to invite you to join the conversation tonight. And why? Um, Everyone's talking about this unemployment insurance and what it really means to our state and how do we take money, where do we take money from to make this happen? Well, uh, a man by the name of Peter Galligan, he is a staff writer for the Mempost, which I really enjoy reading. Um, and the, the headline is the messy fight over Minnesota's unemployment insurance trust fund explained. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here we go. After a series of top-level meetings this week aimed at solving the first but hardly the last political crisis of 2022, Minnesota legislation session, a solution to the issue, seemed further away than it had before. Now, we're taking your calls to find out what questions you would have for the legislature. Um, Please, just the legislators need to hear this tonight, and we want you to call and give us those questions, and maybe we can see if we can send it to them. That's what I want to do tomorrow send it to them. So if you want to give us a call for, I'm sorry, 651, again, 651-461-9226. One more time, 651-461-9226. What question would you ask them? The reason I want to ask this question is because the legislative leaders in the article says not only can't agree on the size of the problem, of unemployment trust fund, which was drained during the COVID pandemic and had to borrow money from the federal government to keep checks flowing, right? So they can't agree on the size of the problem. Is it $2.7 billion or $1.5 billion? But also when the deadline for action, which is March 15th, I mean, we wonder, is it March 15th or April 30th? And even whether an agreement on the related topic of bonuses from for frontline pandemic workers, which, by the way, I said immediately when they came up with this idea to give a bonus to frontline workers during the pandemic, it seems impossible immediately when they announced it because how do you decide who did more than the others? As far as I'm concerned, if you were working during the pandemic, you were the ones taking care of these people that were really sick. Some of them lost their lives. You had to, to, to talk to them and, and try. some of them even, uh, some of the workers even hugged them. Who deserves more money? Okay, so that's also talked about here. You need a lot of money to deal with that. So, okay, I digress. But when the the deadline for action, which was March 15th or April 30th, I believe, I may have that wrong, and even whether an agreement on the related topic of bonuses for frontline pandemic workers is still valid. Now, the House Speaker, Melissa Hortman, did something very interesting. She's a DFLer from Brooklyn Park, and she left a meeting they were having on the issue after just a few minutes on Tuesday. First, we're going to stop and go to Tom in St. Paul. Hey, Tom, welcome to CCO. Hello? Tom, are you there? 
Yeah. Hey, Tom. Yeah, thanks for calling. What is your comment? My comment is uh, your your question about questions for the legislators. Yes. I would. Uh, my question would be: Is when will we see term limits? It when will like we see term is, limits? Hmm. Yeah, yeah. That question seems to have been passed around many times, and it just seems to die. So, why do you want to see that immediately? Why is that important for you? <clears throat> Uh, I just feel that we have some of our legislators that have probably been there too long. I hear some of the other candidates during uh, campaign time that seem to have some good ideas, fresh ideas, uh, and I would just like to see that happen. All right, let's see if we can get that to them tomorrow and see what happens with that. Thank you so much for calling, Tom. Sure appreciate it. All right. Again, the phone lines are open for you at 651-461-9226. Again, that's 651-461-9226. This is important. We want to get your questions about this unemployment insurance that is happening. That's what they're talking about in the legislature right now. And, of course, to hear um, that one of our own, DFLer, um, actually decided not to go into, went into the meeting for a few minutes and then turned around and said, Mm-mm, nope, nope, not doing it, not doing it. And that was House Speaker Melissa Hortman, a DFL from Brooklyn Park. And I have to tell you, there's a part of me that says right on, right on. I get so tired, even working in a corporation, you ever go to those meetings and all of a sudden everybody's asking the same question or any of the questions that they ask, the answer is like one sentence and they never go into depth with it. And then you stop asking questions because you feel like, oh, no one really wants me to ask the question. No one really wants me to know the answer to it. It's frustrating. But if we can take these questions tonight and send them back to the legislators, Maybe they'll see that we really do care. I don't know why they think we don't. Maybe we're not calling enough. Remember when we were always asked, um, Jonathan, to keep calling, calling your legislators, faxing. Remember when faxing was in? <laughs> we had to fax our legislators to you know, let them know how we really feel about something. Geraldine, how far are you taking us back fax machines fax machines man but that's what uh, we did and so there were regular phones there were fax machines then there were iphones and you could still use fax machines and now we're at the point where we're not calling as much as we used to i know i'm not are you i i well i've to be honest i've never called any of my congress people Mm-hmm. Um, I've never done that. I know that there are people that do. I know there are people on the it, at the station that do. Um, I I I think that that's still around. You still see the ads that come around talking about. There are ads out there right now talking about price setting on prescription drugs and trade embargoes or trade agreements and getting our making sure that we get our stuff from the U.S. and not from China or from right, uh, right. Mexico or, or all that. I still see those. And and people say, call your your senator, call your congressperson, mm-hmm. call your representative. Mm-hmm. They still say that. So I don't think that's gone away. 
I think it's still Yeah, but around. I used to get mail, and you know, you see it mail, and it would come in saying, please call. This is what's happening. We want you to know about it. Please call your legislators, you know? So I miss that. I wanted to come to the House, you know? They're not calling as much anymore, which is okay I don't want it to me. come to the House. I would love for it to be Mm-mm. mailed to me. I would no, love for it to be. Okay. If they can ask me for money every day on text or email, yeah, I, I want to hear from them. I want them to tell me what's going on, what's coming up, what I need to make sure I know about. I don't mind that at all. I just don't want to be flooded with phone calls about it. (laughs) So text works for me, but it's a bit too much sometimes. So let me get back to this before we have to go to break. Um, So a lot of people may ask, what are they really fighting about? Okay, it says in the article from Men Post, when COVID hit in the spring of 2020, Minnesota's UI or unemployment insurance trust fund had seven, I'm sorry, 1.7 billion in reserves about what federal rules require. But the massive increase in jobless claims caused by government ordered shut, shutdowns quickly drained the fund. Now, the state federal system allows state funds that get hit hard by recessions to borrow from the federal treasury to cover their unemployment insurance um, benefits. Now, the federal government covered the entire cost of the extra pandemic benefits, including the $600 per week top off and checks for gig workers and contract workers and that sort of thing. So once the recession ended and the state got back on its feet, an automatic premium rate hike on employers was triggered in order to repay the loan to the feds, which now totals $1.35 billion. All right. So if you have a question about this and you know that they're thinking about it, they're wanting to do something about it. I really believe they do our legislature, but will they be able to now before I, I have to take one more minute to read this. Governor Walz has proposed using some of the state's massive Surplus. Now, I've talked about that a lot. $9.25 billion in state funds and $1.1 billion in unspent federal American Rescue Plan money to repay the loan and get the Unemployment Insurance Trust Fund back to $1.7 billion. What do you think of that? 651, oh man, 461 651 Even if you want to text us your questions, that'll be fine. Text it to that number, 651-461-9226, and I'll keep reading those as we go forward through tonight's show. All right, we're going to take a break, do some weather, and come back in a moment. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It is now 734. Welcome back to 
Steel talking. I love being on with you every Sunday night from 7 to 11 p.m. This first guest that we have tonight is here to, uh, joining us to talk about something very important. Did you know it's been a year since the Atlanta, sh- Atlanta shootings of Asian women um, who are now living in fear? Many women are living in fear. And I, you know, you ask the question, how are we all going to stay safe? I know that's the question they ask. They want to know, how do you stay safe? And it's amazing because in the African-American community, these are some of the same seriously important questions we ask. So like many Asian women, uh, a woman named Melody Kamana is afraid to venture out. Afraid to venture out. Now, after that Atlanta spa shooting, um, that incident after incident after incident uh, targeting Asians, the 24-year-old woman, um, Melody, actually said that many of which are not only in her city of New York, but also near her campus at New York City. And so as we talk about this tonight, I know some of you may may think, oh my goodness, this is still happening, because we have a way of forgiving for or forgetting. And that's that's unfortunate. But don't be afraid. There is so much talk about this around the country, and we need to talk about it tonight. Because for many Asian and Asian American women, the shootings on March 16th, 2021, in which eight people, including six Asian women, were fatally shot at three Atlanta area spas. Do you remember that? Just a year ago. And of course, it still hurts. Of course, it it brings them to their tears, just like it does for so many other people of color. Well, joining us to talk about this is Marion Jaming Liu. And I really appreciate you joining us tonight, Marianne. How are you? Hi, how are you? Welcome. I'm doing I'm doing well. Tell me how you are. Um, it's uh it's been a hard week, you know. This is not the kind of anniversary you want to celebrate. It's just that time. Isn't that the truth? When you speak to those who are not a part of your community and you say, Hey, it's been a year, what do they say to you? Um, so I've been covering this and interviewing, you know, Asian and Asian American women for two years now, since the start of the pandemic, since there's been rhetoric from our former president, um, you know, saying things like Kung flu and how my community mm. has been blamed for the pandemic and has been targeted and attacked and especially um, Asian women. And then you had the Atlanta shooting and it's still happening. I mean, there's repeated incidents to see in New York and um, there have been many women, including um, Congresswoman Grace Meng, who was behind the, the hate crime act and including myself who are scared, scared to go outside um, talk to many women who have not only like pepper sprays, personal alarms, even have clubs. Um, you mentioned Melody. She's thinking about getting a stun gun. It's, it's really unfortunate. And it seems to be affecting not just the young Asian women. We're talking nearly all ages. Yeah, yeah. 
what do you say or how do you how are you planning to deal with it all? I know that it takes some protesting. I remember it started right after the spa event. Uh, there were protests going mm-hmm. on with Asian American women specifically. Are you still looking at new strategies? Are you still protesting? Tell me where the movement that you started that has been started, I should say. Tell me where they are today. There's many different levels. I mean, there's protests that are going on, a lot of them last week and over the last two years, um, basically to be seen and heard. I come from the Asian community is one that um, not often speaks up. I mean, there's a cultural value that um, the nail that sticks up gets hammered down that we kind of, you know, um, like many immigrants, we'll keep our head down and just keep working and that's how many of our parents and grandparents came to this country as, and they just stomached it. It's not like any of these attacks are new. They just stomached it. They just didn't report it or talk about it. And it's heartbreaking that they had to go through that. Um, but now, you know, younger generations are speaking up. They're arming themselves personally with the personal alarms, with the stun guns. Um, and another thing that, that was big is they're, they're making sure that not only they're seen, but they're heard and their names are being said right. There was movement to say, you know, the six Asian women's names right because they're just repeatedly mispronounced. And that was even for myself to include my Chinese name in my byline. It's very important that we don't hide any part of ourselves. And then another one that um, is important is that we know our own history, that this is nothing new, that we've been here for many, many generations, like 10 11 generations been here, you know, making the railroads and everything that we've our fabric of the American, of the American history. Once you found out about the COVID-19 hate crimes act that was passed in the house, did you have more hope? Um, I did because it's, it's tough to, there was a high threshold for what was a hate crime. So for example, um, there was a man that I had interviewed last year, well, Quintana, and he was basically getting out of the subway in New York. And it was a silent crime. As he was getting out of the subway, a man attacked him, slashed his face mm-hmm. cheek to cheek with a box knife. And there was no words exchanged. And so in that case, you can't call it a hate crime. It's an assault, even though he was like one of the few, if not the only Asians on the subway, he was targeted. So it's very difficult, you know, to say it's a hate crime. Wow. So how are the men of the Asian community, how are they handling this? Are they joining in, trying to figure out how to make this stop? Yeah, I mean, like I mentioned the law, it's, it's, you know, happening to both genders. I think Asian females are targeted more because there's a stereotype. I mean, when you're talking about the stuff, Incidents. There's a hypersexuality stereotype. There's also a stereotype, like I said, that we won't even report it. We won't fight back. We won't talk back. So it's important to um, erase that, to talk, to discuss it, not with only within our community, but you know, outside. Like this is mm-hmm. still happening. This is still affecting us. This really hurts. You know, with the piece of uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. You know, not wanting to have a violent 
you know, to, to invoke anything or, you know, to, I mean, inspire people to kill and hurt. But he just said, look, no, this is a nonviolent movement. Um, yet so many mm-hmm. people died. And just like you're saying, you know, you don't, you don't, you just believe that you ought to be able to stand on your own peacefully and protest, peacefully and walk, whatever it is that you've decided to do. But do you believe that works? Do you think it, it elongates the, the <laughs> protest, you know, the events that should yeah, be happening? Yeah, that's hard. That's hard to say. I mean, I'm almost like you, so I can't personally, you know, protest. But I think that whoever, um, I think the first step, like I said, is to speak out. This is hard for many of our communities to even admit, even in the story. Um, I talked to so many, two or three times more than the women represented in the story um, in the post. And mm-hmm. most of them did not want to go on record or to, you know, young. And a lot of them did not want to even get photographed. Mm-hmm. And it, it was so hard to even find somebody to talk to, even anonymous, because I just didn't want to say something. And that's the first step in getting, you know, the issue recognized. Well, getting the issue recognized can sometimes be the absolute hardest thing to get done. Um, and so the yeah. fight continues, and I know that you're working so hard, and I know that there will be so much more information coming out since we have reached this year to talk about. And I'm just hopeful that not only your community, but all communities of women specifically come together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had the Million Women March, remember that, um, right before covid yeah. And it was so successful, yet I feel as though I wish there had been more and more of those. So um, do you believe mm-hmm. the Asian community, community period, is open to so many of us joining together to do whatever we have to yeah. do to protect yeah. them and ourselves? Yeah. And you, you've already seen it in the last year, you know, the Asian community and the black community coming together, coming mm-hmm. together, you know, under BLM, um, because both our communities are hurting right now. And both our communities are adversely affected by COVID. So it is important to band together. Mm-hmm. So are we starting to see young teenagers that are within your community stand up and go, look, this is not going to happen to us. We're going to change things right now. You know, it's kind of what's been happening across the world and other movements. And the yeah. young people are really coming forward. What are you seeing? Yeah, I mean, like I mentioned about the name thing, Um unlike other previous generations who kind of put their head down and were like, this is, we're just going to take it. They're like, no, this is my name. This is my given ethnic name. This is who I am. Take it. You're not renaming me. Also, I am very proud of being Asian. Do not cut me down for that. And it is beautiful to see that the last person that I had interviewed in this story, um, she had mentioned, she was working on an art project. This, this teenager was working on an art project about, racism and she went to the store to ask for supplies and the worker basically swore at her and said you're going to give me covid Mm. and this teenager was fine with me quoting her using her name and also saying i'm not scared of being out there i'm not scared of who i am i'm very very proud of being asian i'm okay with going outside so it's beautiful that she you know that's the first step you know not being ashamed of who we are and you know this is you know, bold, bold and brave. 
Bold and brave. You put that on a T-shirt for me, would you? (laughs) You've seen it before, but seriously, this is so important. I don't want things to get worse. I want to get things to get to better. And it has not been easy in our country for women, specifically in the last two years, you know, with them trying to tell us whether we can have a baby or not or how our bodies have to be used, you know, men telling us what to do with ourselves. So it's very frustrating that all of these things are tied in together during the same time period. And that is unusual. So as we watch all of this happening with the Asian American community, the black community, Native American communities, we could go on and on. We know that together we are stronger. And so I tell you, if there's something I can do, call me or contact me. If there's something we need to talk about, uh, about this movement, please call my producers. Let them know, oh, I have another thing we need to talk about. Because we have to keep yeah. it out front in order for it to, Definitely. to, yeah, to be known, right? So I appreciate you mm-hmm. joining me tonight. I really do, Marianne. And as we go forward, I hope that I pronounced your name correctly. I hope that <laughs> <laughs> because I do not want to enter. It means um, to, my my last name is Leo. It means willow tree. It also stands for resilience. Oh, so that's I think beautiful. Uh, our names are beautiful. Yeah, and it's so not Leo, um, Leo. Yeah, Leo. Yeah. And the Leo. middle part is, is Jaming. So it's yeah. Marian Jaming Leo. Yeah. Marian Jaming Leo. Thank you so much you for joining it. us. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye bye. <sighs> We're going to take a break and we'll be back in a moment. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome. You are listening to Steel Talking. I'm your host, Geraldyn Steele. Uh, the name of the article from the Washington Post was a year after the Atlanta shootings, Asian women live in fear. How are we all going to stay safe? And that really is a big issue for women today. Women of all colors, girls of all colors. I'm telling you, we have to get together. I don't care if you're 80 years old. We all have to talk to each other. We have to look after one another. And that's not an easy thing to do in this country, considering all of the challenges we've had with women of color from different backgrounds. However, one thing we didn't talk about with Marion is the safety measures that are really being um, looked at. It says here in the article, the increased threat of violence has driven many Asian American women to arm themselves. On Sunday, more than a 1,000 people waited two hours for free pepper spray and personal alarms in, in New York. That's according to Soar Over Hate, the nonprofit behind the event. The organization added that it has given out more than 25,000 personal alarms, whistles, and pepper sprays across New York and California since March of 2021 when that terrible event happened in Atlanta. So as we we know that we need to get together, the problem is we don't know how to do it, right? Now you have um, groups of people like African-Americans where all the women from, you know, and the African-American women can get together and talk, talk, talk and say, hey, we need to start a movement or we need to move forward. That's kind of how Black Lives Matter started. It was women who started that. So there's a whole lot we can do. We should never underestimate ourselves. And the day when we all walk together, every color of woman. Now, I know the Million Woman March was absolutely beautiful. But if the most of us in each of these categories, because we have been categorized because of the census, then we have to work at being on one accord when it comes to this subject. 
We absolutely have to be on one accord. Why? Okay, just watching the news, it says in this article, can be tough. Rona Hu, a clinical professor of psychiatry at Stanford University, says she can't handle the waves of news of attacks at once. She clips them out and reads them later when she is in the right mindset, smart. The effort, or no, the effect of this trauma can be far-reaching, she added. She advises her own patients that that hearing about the violence is like dealing with grief, rolling through, outcry denials, bargaining, depression, acceptance and action, as well as allowing other people around you to go through different stages. And it can be healing to open up to others. I know this for myself. There was a time I thought therapy, oh my gosh, who needs therapy? All you need is Jesus. Okay, I was taught that. But today is another day. You know, why do we have therapists if God is not involved in it, right? We have therapists because so many of us need it. Sometimes we only need it once. Other times we need it forever. So just know that we are getting bigger, okay? (laughs) This big, gigantic group of women that were a part of the Million Women March, honestly, if we were to just take all of those groups together, it would be more than a million of us strong fighting back. And you, we have to protect ourselves. We, we may not want to, but we have to. So finally, in this article, it talks about looking forward. Many of these women, including who, uh, note that sticking, or I should spell her name, H-U, thank you, um, noting that sticking out being catcalled, harassed, or even assaulted is nothing new. But since the Atlanta shootings, more people are talking about it, right? So some in the younger generation um, say that despite the violence, they don't want to hide in any way. That is so important. So as we all look forward, ladies, this is Women's Month. As we all look forward, we have to come together. Even if we don't want to, we have to. Because the more, the merrier, period. Don't take this lightly. I'm not taking it lightly. I don't talk about it enough, and I apologize for that. Because every woman that has been hurt, destroyed, killed, um, that can't seem to get over their attack, which is so difficult, please, we have to forgive in our own hearts if there was some person of color that wasn't your color, and decided, oh, I don't like you and your kind. We have to move up and forward together to stop the madness. Because what is a country without women? What is it? Okay, guys, listen to that. What is a country without women? Without girls? Think about that. We better come together and figure this one out. How about that? All right, coming up next, Benito Matias principal of Ascension Catholic School in North Minneapolis. They are doing great things. They're over North Minneapolis, too. How about that? We'll be back in a moment. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.